Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally. From the caffeine-addled brains of Springheel Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Jangle, jingle, jangle. I think that there's some very poor people trying to buy some shoes. Oh, oh, I want to buy these <laughs> shoes. Wow. For my mama, please. But why? <laughs> it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Boo doo doo doo. Could you hurry, <laughs> sir? Daddy says it's not much time. Why? <laughs> She's been sick for quite a while And I, I know these shoes will make a smile I want her to look beautiful If mama meets Jesus tonight She's going uh. to Spoiler she's alert, she's to. going to. You fucking know, die, bro. I've been in the hospital, and I don't want <laughs> anyone to put nice shoes on me when I'm in the hospital. I don't oh, want kind that. of rolled up. They, they have like the roll up at the tip. Like, <laughs> like I've been crushed yeah. by a house in Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, like I've been crushed by a house. That's how I want to be buried with a fake house on me and the rolled up shoes. <laughs> With uh, a big old smile on her face. <laughs> and she'll be clickety-clacking, clickety-clacking <laughs> all the way to the grave. Yes, like I do imagine that these shoes have taps on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a, I'm imagining a leprechaun's shoes when I think of Christmas shoes. Oh, and it's hello. because, you know. Take me to the grave. <laughs> yeah, I want to combine St. Patty's Day, everyone's favorite holiday, yeah. with uh, Christmas. That's a great idea. You know, St. Patty meets St. Nick and they fuck. That's right. Oh, we're, oh, done. we're talking about it. Oh, Bring it in the welcome Christmas Welcome to season. page seven. <laughs> we are ready for it. I'm very excited because I made both Holden and MJ cry multiple uh, times with the articles that I sent for today's episode. And you know what? I take that as a badge of honor for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of, lot of weeping going to happen in today's. This is a, our first holiday episode, and Jackie managed to find all the very moving, moving. but also... 
less moving content, which is this extremely moving Santa commercial we're going to talk about from Norway. And also there's Mariah Carey. This episode has everything, honestly. And it's just what I need because it's been a hard week. And uh, what I need is to cry. Meatball and, Crocs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, if Snooki did a crossover with Crocs. Now that is a collab I could believe in. Do a little drunk meatball Crocs. I'd, I would buy those. It's like Goomba Crocs and it's like a weird crossover with Nintendo because it's the little Goombas from yeah. Super Mario Brothers. I thought you meant just like a uh, like an uh, Italian-American side piece that's sent to go break <laughs> some legs. But also I'll wear some, go- I'd love to see a Goomba and Crocs. Right? I think yeah. it would be fantastic. There are no Crocs in the today's episode. Episode, but there are sexy kissing Santas, and we cr- are crying about it. I'm gonna also say though, I'm over here, new dad crying all the time. You know how many times I cried watching that Beatles fucking documentary series? <laughs> oh my god, MJ. We talked like, about it on Talking TV for such a long time, and both of us like, uh, and their creativity and the way they work <laughs> together. <laughs> so beautiful. I'm glad I'm I mean? not the only one crying. I cried everything, and I assumed it was not. You know, new dadness, but like uh, no. parenting in a pandemicness. But maybe sure, it's sure, just, sure. maybe it's just a general feeling. I think, you of know being what moved. it is? It's sitting at home a lotness. Yes, that's Ooh. what it is. Just being a new parent and going through a pandemic is similar in that regard, yes. my friends. You're sitting at home, and all of a sudden, everything's just like. I think that is actually so beautiful <laughs> that a tear must be shed for that. The two paths are. <laughs> the two paths are either you lose the ability to feel anything or you cry at everything. A hundred percent. Sweet, sweet heroin. Don't 100%. do heroin, but man, that's what I hear. I feel, apparently it's you feel the nothing. It's uh, such a perfect it. day. No, don't. We're going to start crying again. See, I have none of those excuses. My excuse is that I just feel a lot and it's not too much, but during the holidays, man, is it all? I feel like, you know, in the same way that all of these movies are like, but falling in love is just better at the holidays. Number mm. one, go fuck yourself. Right. And number two, I think that things are just, I think I'm just more sensitive around the holidays. It's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. Always. There's a lot of stress. A lot oh my of God, memories. my mom would have an emotional breakdown every single Christmas, <laughs> like clockwork to the point where we kind of found it funny after a while. We're like, just, <laughs> we're like why do you even try? Why You do this yourself every year. You don't remember last year how this happened go. last year? <laughs> Has any, I've been watching so many Lifetime movies too, so many Lifetime Christmas movies, and I've been, Wondering if anyone, I know we've talked about like the friends with Christmas phenomenon where you go home and you hook up with somebody who you went to high school with. But has anyone, do we know anecdotally, do you know somebody who has fallen in love at Christmas? Because it seems like an overrepresented phenomenon. I don't know anybody who's been like, we met at Christmas time and we were under a tree (laughs) in the lights. Like, I don't actually know anybody for whom that has happened. It seems pretty rare, to be honest. I had, if if it had worked out between us, it would have been that, but it didn't. We went on like, two dates. She doesn't exist. She's not your wife, Holden. Don't you know that? She <laughs> never kid, I think the kiss was awkward. I was like clearly like way too into it and she was like not and then she was like, this guy's younger than me. But I met a, I was flying home, flying home Christmas day <gasps> and and uh, hit on a lady at an air, at the airport uh, at the gate 
and we ended up chatting and I totally got her number. Uh, and I thought it was like, so my Christmas romance moment, totally, for sure. Like that and it was all my fell big, like, into the toilet. It all fell into the toilet, but it definitely <laughs> would have made one of those dumb movies that's a montage of a bunch of different romantic Christmas moments. You know what I mean? It would have made one of those. Like it was really cute. It was a meat cute. Yeah. Oh man, I definitely, I puked on someone that's in a, a cab puke. that we shared from Manhattan. It was a meat puke. I had a meat puke, but that was on <laughs> New Year's Eve. And um, I, because I couldn't afford the car alone, so I shared it and I puked on them. We still ended up having sex, but don't worry. I don't know their name. Nice. And that's fine. It could have been. Oh, this should have, could have, what is it, a holiday? We I want, oh my a Merry Christmas. Can, can I get everybody's, everybody wants to write in with their meat puke stories. Yeah. I want to hear those way more than their Christmas meat cues. Yeah. Although meat puke sounds like you just <laughs> ate bad meat. And that's <laughs> all I don't want. I'm talking about, no, no, no. I'm, talking about New Year's Eve. I'm talking about New Year's Eve meat pukes. Okay. Where meat pukes. You, you're weird, gross. I have one, and it did involve puke. We did a murder fist show. Meep. Oh my God. <laughs> Your Steve and one of our buddies. Oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> threw up over the whole front row. All oh. over the front row. He was right too drunk. He puked all over the front row and none of us liked this person either. And they were like, hey, you puked all over the front row. He'd been slamming gin from the moment we got there to like rehearse. Oh. And he just, it was the boyfriend. He was just sitting in the audience and then like right at the end, he just got, he just projectile vomited all over <laughs> everybody. Like right before we were about to do like the ball drop and everything. Um, but uh, I got to make out with a girl uh, later that night. And that was See, look at him go. I now, I wonder <laughs> if anyone's going to have a meat puke. Now, MJ, I did forget to tell you about this. Did you know that Reed Drummond is in a, is in a Discovery Plus Christmas movie called Candy Coated Christmas where she owns a bakery and she helps two people fall in love. Don't worry, very white, cisgender, hetero people. But they fall in love at the bakery. <laughs> I, okay, so two points. Yes, I did know this because I'm not living under a rock, Jackie. Uh, and I forget, B, your kids are getting older now so you can pay more attention to other things. I yes, feel like for a while I, you just lived under a rock of like, just tell me what I have to know and then you'd bite it. Yeah, I do, st I do actually still live under a rock, but I do come up. I come up for air from the rock for like to watch uh, the the Food Network, especially uh, during this time. But given how many Lifetime Christmas movies I've been watching, it there is a hilarious phenomenon going on right now in terms of whiteness, cisness, etc. Where so there's like a it's like a representation matters thing is going on with Lifetime Christmas movies, oh, which is yeah. of course it's great, right? Like yes, hire more diverse actors, like. The one I watched last night. Checking was, off the boxes. I'm like, okay, all right. In changes. this one, all right. Uh, nothing hits off the Nothing same. about the form is changing, right? So it's like the one I watched last night, it was like about like Japanese Americans, uh, a Japanese American family, and they were talking about how they love Christmas. Nothing else has changed. They were just like, and we're diverse. And, you know, which again, it's fine. It's, it's not fine. like it is it's, fine. It's just, it just doesn't change the form. You cannot, you cannot diversify your out your way out of the oppression of the form. I love the form. I'm come here for the form, but it's I'm like, a slave to the form. I love it. It is a and, and and I watched another one that was uh it was like there was like a queer couple and like it was, you know, but it was like a queer couple that was just behaving in a in an extremely classically heterosexual way. It was just like <laughs> it's not like they got queer people to be like, what would your like what would a 
Christmas movie about your experience be like? It was just like, let's literally take the script from last year and yeah, just yeah. make Pick it two women instead. I'm a way too serious banker and <laughs> yes. he is a cake shop owner and uh, oh, I still very love it, fun though. the cake shop owner. It is so <laughs> funny to watch the like representation matters ification of Lifetime Christmas movies, which are just, or Hallmark Christmas movies, which are just like an inherently like white Christian heterosexual genre because they have to be. That is what they are. And again, I'm here for it. I like it. I want it. I'm so frazzled from my fashion magazine job. I think I need to go back to my hometown for a little while and see if there's a. It's all the same stereotypes that I might visit. And they're so clunky about it, too. They'll be like, oh, wow, that's my friend and her girlfriend. You know, it's just like, yes, "Yes, okay. You know, we see you. We we see. Thank you. I feel represented. You know, it's like it is great. It is just the same thing, but different people. And that's and yet I felt differently, though, when I watched When Harry Met Santa. And yes, I'm talking about the Norwegian Postal service ad. The thing <laughs> is, is that these are the kind of things that I usually click on and I it stays inside, you know, all the clickbait shit that I'm just like, oh, what's this? And I watch and I absorb and I continue on with my day. But this one I had to include. Guys, I don't know if you have seen this yet. I feel like this is not that big of a story and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Look up <laughs> Norway's Postal Service Christmas ad. Yeah. And it is called When Harry Met Santa. And it is devastating. It is a three and a half minute long commercial that I've watched multiple times that I've cried to. It is about, it is about an older man, hot, older bearded man who is all alone and very sad. And he sees Santa one year on Christmas who, you know, not in America. Santa is actually just like a tall, thin person. And um, he falls in love with him and slowly, year by year, like the movie, same time next year with Ellen Burstyn and Alan Alda, highly recommend it. It's not a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> they fall in love. And they fall in love. I can't. I've watched it so many times. It's so fucking good. It's just infuriating how good it is. It's like, beautifully shot. Very it's beautifully. Beautiful. Like, it's like cinematography a movie. is it's gorgeous. Like, so yeah. fucking, for some reason, the Norwegian Postal Service, because apparently they're incredible at everything, just made this beautiful movie about like what if a man fell in love with Santa and Santa fell in love with him back and they and then but but it's like a broke back mountain things they can only be with each other once a year or once whatever once a and, year and so you see them as the snapshots and then in between it's just like him holding a suit and crying in like July and it's like I can't and then he 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 enlists the postal service to help him Santa does so that he can spend more time with him on Christmas oh. don't even I'm about to <laughs> <laughs> and at the end if you even need like a why are they doing this. Yeah, thing. actually, what got me was the very end. Yeah, at the, the end, like, it's, I mean, first up. and foremost, you realize why they're doing this. Oh, because, like, yay, the Postal Service, which I assume is, like, a public good in Norway because most other countries have, like, a not-attacked public, yeah, public like supported, service system. Yeah, like, Oh, you mean it's not, like, uh, our country? <laughs> not, like, here. But, uh, so I'm like, okay, this is nice. This is, like, support America's, I mean, support Norway's, uh, you know, Postal Service. But then all app besides being an ad for how good the Postal Service is, uh, at the end, they're, like, in uh, 2021 marks 50 years uh, in Norway of being able to love whoever you want to. And that's the part where you really... That- 
that's when I cried. It says for it says in 2022 it will be 50 years since it became legal to love whomever you want in Norway. For many of us, Christmas is a time we spend with those we love, and it's nice to see the Norway Post show that love belongs to everyone regardless of orientation. Stop, (laughs) age, or wherever you live in the North Pole. I'm crying too. It's so sweet. It's It's so dumb. It's a commercial, Jackie. It is a commercial commercial (laughs) for a public utility in another country but it's so good and not to we haven't even mentioned you mentioned that the that the guy is hot but santa is also quite hot it's a bad santa they're very hot yeah daddy hot hot daddy santa around the edges you know kind of the older vibe yeah very nice yeah I like you saying Billy Bob Thorpe, but like not hammered and like no, throwing not, up in himself. Not it's not acting meat like Billy Bob Thorpe. There's no meat pukes. Just uh, looking in, in like this. Billy Bob Thorpe. No I meat love, pukes. I love a Billy Bob Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no Not a meat Everybody's puke got to be one. found. Come on. <laughs> Everybody has a sloppy, gross, you know, uh, one of those, especially on New Year's Eve. You know, I want to hear a successful so. the one though. Like, I want to get one where yeah, said, I don't want to. Don't give me the yeah. It. We don't want to talk about the sad ones where you had to go. You know, yeah. Don't tell, talk about ones that sent you to therapy, but to give us the good <laughs> yeah. fun ones. Yes, only yeah. the fun, <laughs> fun ones, not the ones that you that just hearing this conversation like sends you into like a shame spiral. <laughs> don't worry, yeah, we won't let that go. By the yes. phrase meat puke, then please just <laughs> probably keep it to your. You know, tell and talk about it to your therapist. But if you have a funny one that makes everybody laugh, then we all go, man. Chris that night. Yeah, yeah, Give us go. a smile. Speaking of meat pukes, <laughs> Mariah oh, Carey has teamed oh, up God. with that's McDonald's <laughs> for a 12 days of Christmas-inspired Mariah menu. This is so... I've been... I, I think celebrity collabs <laughs> have gotten very weird lately. <laughs> yeah. It's just the most slapped together, lazy... To me, it just feels so lazy, like... You know what I mean? There's just no thought behind. There's no actual. It's, I mean, it's not like a Christmas menu. It's not like you're, you're not having <laughs> yeah. like I don't even know fucking Christmas cookies. It's just the McDonald's menu, but it just is called the Mariah menu. And it's not even a Mariah Carey <laughs> oriented. Like they didn't say like the chicken McMariahs or so. I don't know. Nothing. What. No, you know what it's mean? just <laughs> like on the thirteenth day you get a sausage biscuit. You know? Yeah, you get a cheap Big Mac. Literally, yeah, you get a cheap a, a McChicken, a Big Mac. A cheeseburger, a sausage biscuit. And then also, okay, come on, Mariah. All I want for Christmas is all of you to try the Mariah menu at McDonald's. I mean, it's Why? just so... Yes, just darlings, like... I got my holiday wish this year. My very own menu from one of my absolute <laughs> faves. We made a list of the food both you and I love and checked it twice. So save the date, December 13th. <gasps> See, the thing is, is that I looked, I looked into this. What it is, is that you download the McDonald's app. And you still have to buy something at McDonald's to get it for free. Uh-huh. And even though you have to buy, like, I thought I was like, oh, are they giving it away for free? Like, at least that would be like, it, it could help some yeah, people that's nice. that just, you know, need to put something in their stomach. But no, it's not. You still have to buy something. And I hate it because it's e- like the everything that they're describing about of like how good Mariah is that she's sharing the like the, everything that she has with the Lamley and people that are less fortunate than she is. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a meat puke. It's a game. It's like the Monopoly game, but it's like instead you just like I, I get I on the eleventh day I got the the apple pie. You know, like it's right, not even right. a. It's just an activity. If Mariah did have a food item at McDonald's. 
What would it be, and what would it be called? It would be drunk. Number one, it definitely, I don't <laughs> know what it is. It'd be a bottle of liquor. <laughs> it would just be like Mariah's mush juice. <laughs> or maybe I mean, it would have something with her Black Irish. She's got that Irish cream collection now called Black Irish, so maybe it would even just, honestly, straight up, do a Black Irish milkshake. Yeah, yeah that's I know great. you probably can't do that because it is like, but do like a like an Irish cream-flavored milkshake. She has her own cookie line. You could do fucking Mariah's cookies. There she, yeah, she has cookies. already has. She already has collaborations that you could easily put into a McDonald's menu. I think that's why right. my brain is blown by it. It's just weird. I don't want a sausage egg witch. I don't want it. She, she also claims to go there with her children, which is Jackie pointed Doubt out. Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. Also... I, I also just want to say, I, I feel like this is the result of her not actually attending any of the meetings, the many meetings, by the way, that were had for this, where they literally just talked about, like, there was like an hour of Zoom pre-talk, and then 15 minutes of actual important information, and then like 30 minutes of like saying goodbye. Like, there were probably 12 of those, and Mariah was supposed to be at like half of them, I love and her. she wasn't at a single one. Of course she wasn't. I think that's kind of what I getting from this as, as a I think that she won't even marketing. sit in front of the zoom she will sit off to the side and have someone re-say every single <laughs> thing that every single person or the but like to her dog but to, not yes, to her of course not to her <laughs> no she's not gonna be listening dude she's to got get on their hands and fours <laughs> hands and knees and whisper the information to her dog so that she can't hear it even <laughs> and she understands what it means i, I mean get it's it. just the most copywritten piece of of uh, wording here, the, the, you know what I mean? Like it's just so lab made by ad executives. I just I love. But Holden, some of her fondest it. memories, right, are going to McDonald's. Some of my favorite memories with my kids are our On family Christmas. trips to McDonald's, McDonald's, and everyone has our go-to order. Mine is the cheeseburger, and I get it with some extra pickles. That's what? how you know it's real and yeah. true because she says it's got because she put a little detail in there that oh, someone next, but, else. But neither wrote. of those things. Are Aren't a, those aren't actually general orders that people I was gonna you know say I mean? you don't even you know really what? do that at McDonald's, do you? Yeah, because I was about to say, you know what the fucking was? It was a number one, uh, large sized or super sized with a Coke. That was my shit. All right. I think or, I got the I number believe- two, the whatever the one with the I don't I haven't been to a McDonald's in a very long time, but like I used to get I think it was the number two that had the two cheeseburgers because I like the two cheeseburgers. All I remember was Wendy's was either number one and number th- or number three, whatever the quarter pounder meal was, and McDonald's was the other one. That's all I remember. And sometimes you get confused. And that happened to me once. I took my crush out to lunch for uh, no. I think I've talked about oh, this. Oh, to a to a very Fine dining yes, experience. Yes, to a Wendy's. To a Wendy's. I was like, was it the Wendy's that was me? across the street from your house in college? No, no, no. This oh, was okay. high school, Jackie. This oh, was high wow. school. So we got to go to lunch during senior year high school, hey, and I finally got my crush to go with me to Wendy's just one on one during our lunch break. And I accidentally ordered the McDonald's number instead of the Wendy's number, and it was like a oh, triple no. decker slop burger. Oh, and I, no. so I was trying to eat this burger, and it was like getting all over my hand. It was like falling. Falling apart of my hands, oh, grease like dribbling down sad. my face. I was like, it was like a stress dream, and I was just trying to like eat this. Bro. I was like, it's not normally like this. I ordered it's the wrong burger. 
and she's just laughing. That and makes laughing. it even worse to be like, oh, I'm so upset yeah. I made the wrong order. Such a dumb, dumb idiot. <laughs> it was so embarrassing, man. I'll always remember that. Liz, shout out to you. <laughs> I'm sure she listens. Oh, I'm sure all of the people you went on one date with in high school. <laughs> oh, oh, that was not a show. date, Jackie. That was oh. very much not a date. It was a meat puke. It definitely it certainly sounds like one. <laughs> it was actually a meat puke. Yeah, I think that constitutes. So meat pukes are now getting way too hammered at like a mm-hmm. on a, a holiday evening and like hooking up with someone or like a gross a huge mistake. Yeah, like just some <laughs> disgusting interaction with a person you have a huge crush. Um, I recently I took my children to McDonald's for the first time because we were on a road trip coming back from seeing uh, their cousins, and so we what did stopped they at McDonald's. They loved it. I mean, they were what's not to love? Like, you know, we didn't even go it's inside. It actually had a play place too, and I was like, oh my god, God help me! Like, I used to love. The no, McDonald's there's play needles place. in there. Did you go in there? No, you were a need. You think there's, there's needles everywhere? Pills. I was told there's we weren't allowed. Pills in there. Uh, we weren't allowed. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to eat at a McDonald's as much as I was allowed to play in the play place. Like I loved Whoa. the play place, but and I was like, oh my god, the kids. Will, but it was closed off for COVID safety. We didn't even stay inside because you know we ate in the parking lot. But like, my, like the kids were like a toy and French fries. Like this is amazing. But because we live in the city, we, there actually is a McDonald's like kind of in the neighborhood. But because you of don't the go way to that, fast food in, in the city. You I think can't. that maybe we would have if life was more normal, but just we don't like. And so they like so Freddie's like saw a McDonald's like a Happy Meal box like on the street the other day, like in the trash. And she was oh, like, God. wow, I wonder how did a McDonald's box get here? Like uh-huh. uh, there somebody must have been on a trip and brought it back here. Like she That's was so adorable. She, she thinks there's like one McDonald's and it's like between here and Boston. That's you know, It's she for the know. best to leave it like yeah, that. I think for a while. <laughs> Let that go as long as believing in Santa. Yeah. I love it. But, you know, I, I definitely don't think there was any puking or possibly meat involved in the love affair that wasn't a love affair between Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. So I read this article and I sent it to Holden and MJ and I just wrote sploosh, 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 sploosh. And I hope that you read the sploosh in me saying it like in Wayne's World when they go swing, 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 because it was yeah. just. I'm Whatever, Jackie. While your pussy was all wet, oh my, I, God. my eyes were wet because this has also made me cry. Yeah, it's very moving dad. and not splooshy at all. Moving. In my opinion, I'm it's just like sploosh. <laughs> she's just like he's a great friend. Like, yeah. he listens so well. He I've never had anyone listen so to much. me like that. Sploosh, sploosh. It's so funny too. It's so funny too to hear this talk because this really is how it's like for most women when it comes to men. She was like, I started talking and he got quiet and seemed to be facially responding to what <laughs> listen and then days later he like got me a thing based on what i said well i want to and start the beginning because novel... as you guys know yes which I, it's sad that this is <laughs> so much sad. of a story that there's multiple stories written about it that sandra bullock never dated keanu reeves but you guys know they did many they did a good amount of movies together in the 90s and then they did like the lake house and so people are constantly asking sandra bullock but did you ever but did you ever? And she never really says, like, she said, like, no, I haven't. Like, she doesn't really speak towards it very often. But 
recently in an Esquire interview, they started talking about it. And Sandra Bullock told this amazing. Do you guys want to talk the story? Do you want to tell out the story? Sure. I think I think that you should tell it, Jackie, because uh, you're the sploosh, you're, sploosh. you're too busy splooshing. Oh, yeah. and you guys are crying. Yeah, cry. you guys are crying. So sploosh, essentially, splash, Jackie's taking a bath. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a motherfucking in my Wednesday own night fantasies, baby. <laughs> I am taking a splash because. Sandra Bullock is, you know, she's a down-home girl. She ain't like the other girls. Actually, she is like the other girls. She's <laughs> the girl next door. Um, and they were talking, and she essentially said that, oh, I've never... They were talking on set, and he, she was talking about how, like, she had never tried champagne or truffles before. Like, she just... She's a down-home girl that's never really gotten into any of that kind of stuff. And one day, she is sitting on her porch with her best friend, and they are painting each other's nails. And who shows up? Sploosh, sploosh, sploosh! Keanu Reeves on a motorcycle. He takes off the helmet. And, oh, his hair goes everywhere. And, oh, he's got an 8 o'clock shadow. It's just a little bit longer than a 5 o'clock shadow. And he comes up. And he, so, because she was doing her nails for a, oh, he left for a date later on. Yeah. So he comes up and he brought her champagne and truffles so that she could try it. And then they could try it together. And then the three of them eat champagne and truffles. And then he left to go on a date. And, I and love it's that just he an amazing story. Nails. I love that he painted his yeah, nails Yeah, it's yes. so fun. Like, there's something about that. There's something about that. That's so great. You know, and that alone, that's the one romantic gesture most dudes do just to get into the relationship with the girl and then never do anything like that again. But that's just a normal, that's a fucking Tuesday for Keanu Reeves to when somebody's even trying to bang. It is unbelievable. Yeah. That's the thing that's so nice. It's just like you were first of all, obviously she's hot. She's Sandra Bullock. Sure, sure. But you're not even trying to bang her. You're just like I heard you mention this thing, so I brought it. And also, yeah, I'd love to paint nails and have champagne and truffles. Like, it really... And I just watched that, off, that uh, by awful, I mean wonderful video of, like, when um, Stephen Colbert says, Keanu Reeves, what happens when you die? And he says, I know the people who love you will miss you. <laughs> and so I kept thinking about that. I and I was just him. like, why? Is he such, why? And he's like a man who's, like, experienced so much loss and tragedy. He's just, like, beautiful and poetic. But I spent my whole life thinking he was just a dumbass because that's, like... That's his right. thing. What he plays. Bill, is he Ted? Yeah, and now I'm just like I can't think about Keanu Reeves without being like really moved. But this is was... getting really emotional because also the uh, what's her Octavia Spencer when he stopped to fi help fix the car. Oh my god! So he makes me emotional <laughs> yeah, now. Me you know, too. like just to think about him as like a human being, even more than all these other ones that we look at. Like like he's up there with Mister Rogers a little bit. Yeah, like, a little bit. Like it not. I mean, Mister Rogers, I think more so. I even, but the, but the, he's the body up there. of work he's like Mister Rogers arguably contributes. It's more than more to society, but I'm talking about like the the stories about him as a man. Yes, right. right? In terms of like, like there's side of the body, right? Of work. Like we can't find something wrong with this person in terms of He's how they just interact a with the a world. Mythic creature, that, <laughs> yeah. Like does things that, and you hear a story about him, you're like, I could be better. You know, I could be. A I better could be person. a better person. Like when he gave away millions of his own salary uh, to the Matrix VFX and the costumes department because he found out that the, how much they were making. He's like, "But you guys are making this entire. Like you guys are making this. You're making this whole movie." So he gave most of his money from the Matrix to them instead. It's like everything you hear. Wow. It's like, is it like, I, I? it's like, oh, I could never compare to him. But you know, just little nice things every day. We're just a, one step closer to the edge and I'm about to break. <laughs> um, everything is Aiden Bay. So that was the second time I cried reading through the articles <laughs> earlier today. Yeah. <laughs>
Now let's talk about the third time for some reason. Like, I was just like, what's wrong with, I was like, I I, th- I think it's sweet that you broken. cried at this next one because it's very, it's it's fun, but it's, I didn't cry. It was just, you know, I think I was already just in, you know, it was kind of like when you're horny, like every little thing kind of gets you going. Yeah. Right? Splish, but like splish, I was splish. horny for yeah, crying. I was the opposite. I was, I was cry-y. I was like in, <laughs> I was, raw, I was raw by that point. And then I was just like, she's. Just, it's just how much respect they have for her as a person. You know, well, I think I started kind of, I was like, I remembered where she came from. Uh, Rihanna. Well, we're talking we're about talking right about now. Rihanna. We're talking about Rihanna. Rihanna was named Rihanna. national hero by Barbados. And, uh, but so please continue. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Check out our episode on her, um, our pop history episode. I mean, the I think the reason why I started crying is I remembered the research we did and where she came from. Yes, she's worked because she so came from hard. fucking shit. She had a horrible childhood, and to see her whole country, like where she was born, she was born there, and she had a rough, t- rough parent situation, and to see her like be so important to where she came from. Like to go off and and fucking kill it so hard that she gets a national hero award from the place that she came from that was so difficult, challenging for her. You know, not that Barbados itself was difficult, but but just her home there uh-huh. was so tough and so as so like impressive and emo- and, and that's where I, the emotions kicked in. That's you know? fair. And, like, and she this had of course so hard, and then she got a national I get it. hero. She's only the second woman to receive it, and only 11 people have received. This is like the highest honor of Barbados. Yeah, and the old lady that that did the little speech in the video. Yeah, she said, I hope you continue to shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, yeah, it was very beautiful. She's like, God bless you. I was just like, oh. (laughs) Also, that old lady was the prime minister of Barbados. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know, but I don't know what she is, whatever. The old fucking woman. old bitch. She slapped her up there. Who knows? It was kind of garbage. The random woman that they pulled off the street and was like, would you like to say some nice things about Rihanna? Yes, give me a day. This nice woman who they got to present the thing representing the country. Oh, it's the head of state. (laughs) I guess fine. That makes sense. I mean, I hope that she knows about the Mariah's uh, menu for the 12 days of Christmas. I think that she should get on board. Yeah, there you go. One person's hawking burgers. The other's getting a national award (laughs) for their country for being a hero. I mean, I don't know. Take it for what you will. I mean, I, I think it's apple. It's apples and apples, not apples and oranges. I I hear you. So the but the, no, burgers not a, not a single tear for Lilo getting engaged. Not like not no. caring at all about Lindsay Lohan. Finally, 
I guess. So, well, this is the second time she's been engaged. I but. will say, um, I did think, I cannot believe she's alive. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's kind of <laughs> like, crazy. You know, it's a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle that that woman is not only still alive, but seemingly somehow, like, in the game a little bit and, like, being having some success and... Um, she does look a lot better, and so God bless her. Yeah, you know I mean? God bless us, everyone. Aww. God bless us, everyone. I want a redemption arc for Lilo. I mean, obviously, yeah. she was like it was. It's it's. She's had a different arc than than Brittany. Different arc mm. than like Amanda Bynes. But it, I've, she's firmly in the category, even more so than like I. People kept sharing like the picture of like Paris Hilton and and Lilo and Brittany like together and being like all of these women were you know, so wronged by like early 2000s media, all of which is true. I feel like those are, they're like three pretty distinct like stories, but I do feel like, like Lindsay Lohan is like a monster of our own making in terms of how we, you know, shame her about substance use and, and sex and all those things. And I do like making fun of her rather than talking about like, maybe she needs help. Right. right. Like, and I feel like making fun of her. Britney finally has like come to a place where I feel like there's the, the, the pretty universal response towards Britney is like compassion, you know, and uh-huh. and uh, I, I compassion don't compassion and you're bad at Instagram, but go on. <laughs> compassion yeah. and like is everything okay with Instagram, but like <laughs> I feel like we're not there with Lindsay Lohan yet, and I and I they're different, right? Like 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 I I think that Britney has perhaps demonstrated growth in a way that Lindsay hasn't, or I don't know exactly why it feels different with them, you know? Well, I think it's because Britney Spears was kept. Yeah. She was kept in a cage of the making of not only society, but as well as her family. Right, right. And I think that that is like the big, like that's why people championed her so hard. Right. And it does suck, you know, for, I know that I think that, I feel like every time Lindsay Lohan's like, we're about to have more music come out from her, where I'm like, well, I don't know if that's... Yeah, or like, I'm doing a new reality show for MTV, Uh, and you're just like, that's not a redemption. That's right, and she consistently does pretty offensive things, which which makes (laughs) it hard for her to be (laughs) redeemed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be interested to hear her story, just like all of them, their stories seem to be interesting. The Britney Murphy story was fascinating, the Britney Spears... Uh, Christina Aguilera, I'm sure, is is just crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, they're all they have to be interesting to some. Paris Hilton. Now we have all this light shed on her upbringing and how troubling it was. So yeah, I'm sure there's there's definitely uh, very fascinating stuff going on there. But it is funny. It is like the she's like the Joe Dirt of uh, <laughs> of that crew, right? Is that a, a, is that a reasonable? Uh, I mean, yeah, lovable but flawed. I, I yeah. guess. Yeah, a little bit of trash mixed in there, but kind of in a in a in a charmingish way. Yeah, and who doesn't have that? I mean, I think it it's a lot of the reason why everyone is so obsessed with the Pete Davidson uh, Kim Kardashian relationship, yeah. which is so obviously it is su- it is publicity. But you know what? I hope they're having fun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, for sure. I I was kind of surprised there was more. I th- I figured it was just going to be kind of a brief, like I don't know. I, I I guess you're right. It is a big It's a publicity thing, so probably or whatever. So you know, it'll go as long as but hopefully Kim it's K fun. needs it to go. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like she's having. Yeah, it's gotta she's be letting fun. her boots down and she's having a giggle, which is fun. You know, I haven't seen her. Uh, have a make a giggle motion, I think, since you mean like before ha, Kanye. Ha, 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 ha. I'm yeah, grabbing yeah. my stomach to go from like the man who takes himself so seriously that he literally thinks he's the messiah to 
Pete Davidson uh-huh. is like that's, that's a, a fun sense. switch. Yeah. But also like wouldn't you need a bit of a break? It's like can we just laugh? Can we like just can we just like chill for a second? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, think about it. You've I've I'm looking at the picture right now of her laughing in the car with Pete Davidson. I don't think I've ever seen her laugh. Oh, there's I I follow her on like the TikToks and all that and so okay. like she does a lot of stuff with her kids and she laughs through that, but I don't think I've ever really seen her laugh in anything every, I've ever Every picture with, next to with yay. Ye. Yeah, ye. We, yeah, next to ye, hear ye, hear ye. Every picture <laughs> it's not, it's yay, it's yay. Next to yay show, it's ye. is deathly <laughs> serious. I mean, because he's always deathly serious, yeah. right? It's always like they're at a funeral. Like, it's that's the look, that's the vibe, that's the brand. Funeral no, fucking even like his cheap. Sunday services where like the Sundays are, which are supposed to be like, you know, it is a lot of like, it's faith, it's singing, it's community. And even then he looked so intense. I'm like, Ye have a meal. <laughs> Do you guys think Pete Davidson is cute? By the way, I'm no, uh, I truly don't get it. Except for <laughs> that, he is classically like the fucking idiot who hangs out by the bathrooms in high school, where you're just like that fucking guy. And then if he like wanted to make out, you'd be like, yeah, sure, I guess. That's how I feel about it. Right. I feel like he would be the guy that I would sell weed to when I was 16 and uh, same difference where it's like, I kind of had a crush on him just because like, I wonder what it would be like. But other than that, um, he does remind me of what like 14-year-old me would be very into. I mean, it's like MJ, it's like us with Jughead. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning of uh, like 17 years ago when we started watching Riverdale and how we felt about Jughead. I think he has that same quality of like, ooh, you're bad. Yeah. Like you're fun, but you're bad. But also you're aware of yourself mentally and that's sexy, but also you're kind of bad. And on top of that though, is it not just publicity or is it not also... Isn't this the number one dude that would grind Ye's gears? That's Isn't this the I, I think that's guy? Ye must be yeah. so what must feel so enraged, you know? Like I, I, it's I, it's not it's not emasculating, but I feel like he must think it's emasculating to be like that guy. He's like this, a the wacky guy, that yeah. wacky like twerp. Like he's not really a twerp, I guess. He's kind of Pete David's kind of a cool guy, but like. He's not like a horse cock and every you know big dick. It's just energy. he's such a Remember, surprise hunk. He's not a energy. hunk, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like I feel like to to go from like you know a self identified like genius, you know, to, like you know to be like this real dickhead, you know, like a fa- like a guy who's kind of famous for just being like a fuck off, you know. I I feel like it must be very insulting for Ye. Mm-hmm. I'm and I'm going to say it almost every time. I didn't really give a shit about Pete Davidson until I watched King of Staten Island. I need to watch yeah. it not, I, and it, I, I should watch say it every time of like it was much more of like an eye-opening uh about him and the fact that he really wanted that movie to be made and he worked on it with Judd Apatow and like I don't know, there's something about him in that movie that I was like, "Oh, I see who you are. Like, I yeah. feel like I di- I've did. i known this person before, and uh-huh. I think that's also what it is, where he does have this, like, intriguing familiarity. Definitely. Which, again, is the opposite of Yi as Definitely. well. Because right, he thinks right. that he is a messiah. Definitely. So, and he's just, like, a, like, connect, he's more connected, he's more, um, he's more real, he's very, ge- he's very genuine. Yeah. And I think that that is what is so appealing. He really does seem. And he's gotta have a huge cock. There's no way he doesn't have <laughs> yeah, a huge cock. Yeah, big, I mean, crazy, look at the guy. I mean, he's got every attribute of a man And he probably knows how to use cog. it, is also oh, the course. difference. I think well, that he's is- already, 
He's got the pedigree, Kate Beckinsale, uh, uh, Ariana Grande. I hope so. Whatever. Whatever. But, but, you know, I mean, he's he's been with a bunch of, like, beautiful, you know, famous starlet people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought about you. You. Oh, yeah, he was with, I thought about you. Bridgerton and Phoebe, yeah, he was with, I mean, you know, like, he's killing. He's just like. He's killing that pussy, dude. Just fucking whack-a-mole in that pussy. It is unbelievable. I don't think that that the record of hot women necessarily means he's good at sex. No, you are 100% correct. You are uh, definitely 100% correct. But at the same time, I just sense that he is. Like, just the way, the same way that I feel like I, it is so weird and true that he is a celebrity where he, you really feel like you know him. He has this, like he just seems like somebody you went to high school with in like a good way, even also a bad way at the same time. You also just have a sense that's like you probably you're, you're doing something right. Like three you words. are really, really doing it right. Dirty, tall, and lanky. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, those that are the three was attributes. my type from the age of fourteen <laughs> until I was twenty-seven. Yeah, like, I feel uh, like that was my type. Bit googly-eyed so too. You know, add googly. Yeah, to the, yes, yeah, to the bulging eyeball. I'm thinking. I have a friend who was exactly that. Was that's it. my and type he had a too. Fucking crazy big dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The massive. Well, our types are one of the also types. have big dicks. So lucky. <laughs> Uh, I know we have a celebrity conspiracy to get to, but I do have to just uh, give a shout out to the most insane fucking nonsense that Kid Rock music video. I, shout outs to is, Weird Al This Yankovic did not make for, you guys cry, though, I will say. <laughs> it made me laugh so fucking hard. I forgot that this existed because I remember it hit Twitter, like the Weird Al Yankovic tweet and everything, and everyone was like, yeah, that's amazing. I was like, I have to watch this music video now. And then uh, it, 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 it kind of disappeared for me. I got lost in the baby If you want to get really mad, look up you Don't Tell Me How to Live, which is the new Kid Rock <laughs> song you can imagine what it's about. I, I think... I'll tell you what, you can decide to get mad, but maybe just laugh so and laugh silly. and laugh. So it is insane. so funny. It is, I think self-parody was a good way it's to describe American it. the American way. Like, it is just... Ugh. It's every boomer Facebook comment and like a kid, but but put in a Kid Rock song. That's Let me just is. tell you guys this. Yeah. The conceptual artist... So, uh, like, th- th- I'm sorry, that's what the article referred to him as. He's, <laughs> he's so upset with what's happening in our liberal snowflake country that he gets on a gigantic penis-shaped middle finger rocket <laughs> and blasts himself to, to Mars. Mars. It's so, so I, it's just, you know what? I love it. Go to Mars. Fine, go I to Mars. It, it really I reminds it. me of the uh, my favorite... Um, like reactionary conservative song ever, which is called Take a Knee My Ass, parentheses, I Won't Take a Knee, which is by a country <laughs> country music artist named Neil McCoy, who wrote in response to Colin Kaepernick, but Take a Knee My Ass, parentheses, I Won't Take a Knee. It's very, very much that energy for the, uh, the Don't Tell Me What to Do Kid Rock video. If I were a senator, I would introduce a bill that says once you get to the age of 60, you are no longer allowed to watch 24-hour news cycle news channels <laughs> or be on Facebook or Twitter. I would remove those Ooh. from your devices. It would be it would be physically removed. A man would show up and remove the channels from your cable box. I think honestly, whatever antiquated I fucking way you're watching TV these days. I don't even think it's 60. I think just all of it. Just like, don't worry about it. Oh, don't yeah, worry I'd love about to eradicate it. all of it, but who are we kidding here? That's never going to happen. But <laughs> oh. at least we just take it away for them because this is just the thing that people and I know we were all stuck in our houses but this is literally just like you're inside on your chair watching too much shit 
that isn't real and like reading, angrier and angrier. Reading, yeah, you're in like Facebook groups and stuff. I mean, it's just like, dude, to a it's point so funny. It's so like, ridiculous to a point that we, like people kept hitting up Weird Al, and that's what we were talking about the tweet before, being like, were you a part of this music video or this song? And he's like, to everybody that's congratulating me right now on my new Kid <laughs> Rock parody video, let me clarify, <laughs> so it's funny. not me that's actually Kid Rock. Oh, I hope he does something too because of I how successful so. that single tweet was. Uh, so funny, man. Anyways, all right, it's time for it. Hit me with a share. Do, Do you believe it? it? Did Taylor Swift write Harry Potter fanfic? That's right. Oh, it's wow. a celebrity conspiracy for all of us. We did a bit of a Jackie Holden crossover. Jackie Holden Whoa. crossover scenario, more so, I guess. This one comes in from Moira, who wrote, uh, I have a celebrity conspiracy for you that I know Holden will appreciate. There's a rumor floating around that Taylor Swift is the author of a massively popular 500,000 word Harry Potter fan fiction. I don't know if you've heard of it, Jackie, but you might want to do a do it a, a reading of it uh, <laughs> someday for uh, maybe our patrons. It's called All the Young Dudes. It is told like the from the, the point Hoople of view song? of Remus Lupin. Okay. Yes, like the the David Bowie written Mott the Hoople song. Uh, it's told from the point of view of Remus Lupin, a werewolf who grew up in a boy's Ooh. home. In a boy's home, readers watch him grow up, discover his sexuality, fight in a war, and deal with the events of the Harry Potter series. It's essentially the the Marauders story, uh, you know, of it the Marauders takes place, map. Like, yes, way pre Harry Potter, the 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 those group of guys. One of the big elements is, um, and this I wrote this. Now I, I had to dig in a little bit and find out a little more about this. One of the big elements is a romantic relationship between Sirius Black and Remus Lupin from. A Slate article on it, um, they had this to say. What makes all the young dudes so engrossing is how detailed and invested it is in building a world outside of the one Roland created. It's a slow-burning love story told from the perspective of Remus, who is a werewolf, and thus explores the experience of being a gay man in the in 1970s Britain sploosh, and being sploosh, a, sploosh, right? sploosh. and being yep. a werewolf in the wizarding society. Uh, this story was posted from March 2017 to November 2018. This is where the <gasps> conspiracy comes in. Back to Moira. Most. But most of the fans arrived after December 2020 when it started to gain traction on TikTok. They think the fan fiction was written in the break Taylor took after 1989 before Reputation. She kind of went into hiding. Everybody turned against her with the snake emojis. The conspiracy stems from the fact that the creator of this fan fiction is called Miss King Bean 89. 1989, anyone? And there are references to the story. <laughs> Jack, doesn't like What about the Miss King Bean part? <laughs> <laughs> Miss <laughs> King Bean. And there are references to the story hidden in T-Swift's lyrics and music videos. Some examples. In the Willow music video, we see Taylor exiting a willow tree, and Harry Potter, Remus Lupin, enters and exits the Whomping Willow, a magical willow tree that connects to a shack where he can safely transform into a werewolf. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, great song, sounds a lot like Harry Potter, and the Half-Blood Prince. Miss King Bean 80, this is reaching so hard. Miss King Bean 89 <laughs> like set it, her though. birthday... Her, she said her birthday, Miss King Bean 89 said her birthday was on September 4, and 4 plus 9 is 13. 13, 13 is classically Taylor's lucky number. If you don't oh, know that, go blow your own fucking brains out. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting because she's not like the other girls. She's like a Bella, huh? A lot of the lyrics. 13 is an. Oh, just yeah, go lay in a forest it. until you no, die, I Jackie. It. <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> 
A lot of the lyrics of Ever- on Evermore and Folklore relate to the doomed love between Lupin and Sirius Black. I could go on, but you get the idea. Do you believe? I, now I want to read guys, it. Love the show. I, I think you should do it. Maybe consider it for Patreon. That sounds like a perfect thing for I it. I love it. I don't want Miss King Bean. If Miss King Bean is T-Sway, she's going to come after my ass. I don't she might come, come after you, but ass. she'll come after you and she'll say thank you. I love oh, you. you think because so? Because I'm great. Yeah. Is she going to write a whole album about you, how you didn't give it back? Her fanfic. Oh, God. Yeah, you're the new Scooter Braun. No. Love you guys. Love the show and fuck J.K. Rowling, Moira. Thank you so much, Moira, (laughs) for that. We appreciate it. So, do you believe? I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have to. What choice do I have? Nine plus four. That's irrefutable. I mean, nine plus four. (laughs) I feel like the evidence, uh, when it comes right down to it, is pretty uh, weak. Shall we say? No. I appreciate you guys want to believe it. I want to believe it, so I guess I will believe it, but I do not see enough concrete evidence. See a bunch of hay evidence. I don't see concrete evidence. You want more research. I I need more research. So if you guys out there can do some more research for me around the clock, too. I I don't want this to be skimpy research. I want to really be working 24-7 on this. Who's got the time, you know, to wait around for finding this out? Oh, I have no time to wait around. Quit your job or pretend to work like I did at my job and do this instead uh, back when I had a desk job. There you go. Well, that's, the, that's the mean beat with holding the cheat. Back to you, Jackie. Oh, just like the cheat, the cheat. Um, uh-huh. Homestar. Strong one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm showing my age, but I'm also going to be showing the list. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to say showing my tits. I'll show my tits. You want me to show my tits? I'm going to show your tits right now, please. <laughs> Who, uh, oh. Who's on the list? Beloved movies that almost <laughs> killed their stars and directors. What? Whoa. Some of these talk about a little bit of a stretch. Some of these are a little bit of a stretch. I don't know if almost in some, like Lucille Ball once almost got beaten to death in a fight on the set of I Love Lucy. They're talking about the time, you know, when they're making the wine and they're squishing the grapes, that apparently uh-huh. there was an on-screen fight with actress Teresa Torelli in that scene, and Torelli apparently got really into it, so much so that Ball was afraid she died. <laughs> Which, that's a little... I think that sounds you know, like I think a dramatic situation. More. No wonder Nicole Kidman is going to be playing. <laughs> I guess it makes a lot of sense. Man, the vitriol I have for absolutely no reason towards Nicole Kidman <laughs> because of the fucking ad in the damn movie theater that every time was like, I love going to the movies. I hate it. Every time she's wearing like a diamond gown and it's like she hasn't been to a movie theater and I'm going to guess unless it was an, a, an opening of her own movie and I'm going to say 35 years. But anyway, <laughs> did you know that Halle Berry nearly choked on a fig while filming Die Another Day. Now, I remember this scene, but I don't because I never seen the James... I never seen the James Bond movies. But I hear Die Another Day is a good one. It's all right, I think. I Man, they all run together, bro. They're all kind of a mish, mush. They're like mashed potatoes of a- a- action kind of spy Agreed. movies. You know what I mean? It's all the kind of the same consistency. Yeah. I get it, man. Well, apparently she was supposed to seduce Pierce Brosnan with a fig, which, like you do, man, what a way to get a man into your bed. Just go, figgy, figgy. 
Yeah. <laughs> figgy, 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 and you just keep pulling it until you get. Can you stop to doing that, Jackie? Because I'm getting all hard. I'm over sorry. It. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to get you hard. I know you got to go watch the baby after this, but apparently she almost choked to death on it, and Pierce Brosnan saved her, and so it does remind me a little bit of Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. That is very course. Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow, it's very That's Mrs. Good. Doubtfire. And of course, this makes a lot of sense. Castaway was an extremely dangerous experience for Tom Hanks. Apparently, he got a very nasty infection mm. and had it treated in the nick of time. Apparently, if he'd shown up an hour or so later, oh, wow. it might have been too late. There you go. Bum, bum, bum. Guillermo del Toro was nearly killed by a car while directing on uh, The Shape of Water. Michael Shannon had parked it, but it was an old car and it kept moving straight at del Toro. Luckily, it stopped in time. And it makes me think of that poor young man from the uh, from the Star, Star Trek movies. He was very he seemed very a good actor. Um, he got, I think, cut into half when his car wasn't uh, the break. Well, I'm glad we could uh, mourn his loss by knowing who he was or what movie he was in. <laughs> you, I thought you would remember. This was never a huge forget. story. Hashtag I have two people forget. that aren't reading a list right now that could look it up and help me. Oh, maybe. sorry. You want us to look up man <laughs> cut in half Star Wait. Trek question mark? Yes. Okay, uh, Yelkin, 27, best ever playing navigator. Pavel Chekhov of the Star Trek movie reboot died in June 2016 when his 2015 Grand Cherokee, I don't know why they had to give the make and fucking model of the fucking thing, <laughs> rolled backward in the steep driveway of his Los Angeles home, pinning the actor against a brick wall and fence. That is such a sad way to go. Back to You're you, welcome. Jackie. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Adding insult to injury, Super Mario Brothers nearly killed Bob well. Hoskins. Hoskins says he got stabbed four times, electrocuted, broke a finger, and nearly got drowned. But that's because they were all hammered. I, yeah, I was going to say, in, in, in the defense of the production, Hoskins was classically, him and Leguizano realized they were in a horrible movie and just proceeded to get fucking blackout drunk like every shoot day while making it. <laughs> That's definitely, I think, a big part of why he, how he almost went. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And last but not least, Danny DeVito nearly drowned on the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia set. They had to weigh him down in an underwater scene, which meant Ooh, he had a hard time terrifying. getting back up. And then unsurprisingly, he panicked. That oh my God. is... I think one of my one of my many worst nightmares. No, um, yeah. I, I like it's not worth it. It's not worth it for a television show. No, you're not weighing yeah. me down. You're telling me we have to put you in water and weigh you down for this scene. I'm saying I quit. I'm good. 
CGI? Isn't it like, what year is it? Do you have to do those things? I can't even imagine. I would never, not that I would ever be asked to be in any kind of action film or short or anything, but nah, I'm good. I'd be like, ugh. Can we not do that? How about we don't Dance. do this? Maybe it's just because of all of the information that um I was looking into because we did an episode over on my Twitch channel about getting into the rust situation and mm-hmm. what happened on set. And then I started reading into how, just how many people have been hurt and how many things that aren't reported because it will happen like right after the set has quote unquote like broken for the day or something like that. I will say, uh, I think one of the big biggest ones that, that was left out is the last entry. That is the Michael J. Fox. Uh, I just figured everyone knew this one. I know, but I right? just, it's such a classic. I such wanted to throw it out there. That's a yeah, big yeah, one. that Michael J. Fox nearly got scene. strangled by the noose in Back to the Future 3. They hung him so tightly after he'd been swinging for a few seconds that Robert Zemeckis realized he was genuinely passing out and not just acting. Again, this is another one of those of like, oh my there's God. no way we can fake this. Terrifying. Wasn't there a Jesus Christ Superstar kind of incident as well that was sort of Ooh, like I don't that? Oh. Maybe I'd heard, maybe it's just a production story I heard from somebody, but it was like, yeah, that was. Uh, somebody almost died like during the cross stuff or whatever. Anywho, I can't see oh. a thing about that because I think I'm going blind. Items. Oh, we, we can't, can't see, see them. them. Wow. The blind items. You can't see them. Yeah. Ooh, double yeah. song. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like singing a little bit just now. Switch it up. Anywho. Here's the blind items for you fucking people. (laughs) This A-list mostly movie actress who has directed in the past told her ex she would settle their legal dispute for $100 million. That would be just about everything he has. Who's famously getting a divorce, high-profile divorce? Brangelina? Kim Kardashian. Oh! That's all he has? What? So that's why I, was why I guess that, I don't understand. That's all he Damn. has. He's brand Maybe pit. she's just taking him for all that he's worth. Because I know that, like, I know they're having a lot of custody issues, and maybe it's just that this trial. I mean, this is, has been going on for some time at this point. That's really draining yeah. all that every movie Brad Pitt has ever been in money. I know. I don't know. A hundred million seems like not, but maybe you know. You never know because sometimes people just spend their money very. Foolishly, but it's a hundred million. A hundred million is what my yeah the the blind said. I mean that is like a lot of money. Yeah, I don't once once money gets to a certain point. I don't understand. I like have it. no right. concept of. I yeah. still think like, like five hundred dollars is a lot of money. So I don't. <laughs> I'll never spend that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah, I don't exactly. know how much Brad Pitt is actually worth compared. To, like I know he's not worth like Elon Musk, but right. like he's been an. A lot of movies. He must have a lot of money. But a hundred million is right. Yeah, but she's got all the kids though. Yeah, so she should really get that one hundred million dollars. It definitely takes a hundred million dollars to raise six children. She's got a lot of money herself. I don't understand. Oh, Oh, these rich people. I don't get it. That sounds good. I imagine also it's probably part of it is like I'm gonna fucking. 
stick him in it. Like, yeah. I want to watch the screws being turned into this motherfucker. Like, you hate somebody, and you got yeah, the money I mean, to go get that $100 million? I guess go get that $100 million. And the attorneys get involved, and even if you didn't before. Oh, marriage story. Even if you didn't hate them uh, oh. or going after him before, you end up going after him. These fucking lawyers. It's a whole racket, man. It's worse than the wedding industry, the divorce industry. <laughs> Ugh, uh, I love anyways. planning a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the funnest money you spent on the wedding so far? Was it the venue or the DJ? <laughs> oh, God. I th- That's part of me was just like, do we need a DJ? You don't? Um, the answer was yes, uh, Ugh, I guess. I disagree. Uh, I, I, Y'all, ask. hit me up if you want to ask about the DJ thing. I don't think you need a DJ. Every time I look at something, I'm like, but do we need a venue? Uh, but I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, we're not here to talk about the devastating amounts of money Jackie's been spending on a wedding. We got to talk about the next <laughs> blind item, even though I will say it is. Devastating. Devastating is the word. It's like an all capital. Okay, all right. But moving <laughs> but moving. I'm fine on. with my, my experience. <laughs> the front man for this legendary rock group with an iconic look who is on their farewell tour slept with that A-list actress slash singer slash celeb spawn slash icon when he was briefly her manager in the late 80s. This is a weird hookup story. Um Let's try to guess the first one. He sucks. I really don't like him. He's gross. Mick Jagger. He's no, no, he's known for his slang. Oh. No. Oh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Yes. The hookup. Is it? Was it? The uh, hookup Liv was. Tyler? Uh, no, no, older. The hookup was. This is so bizarre. The hookup was in a lot of musicals. She's, she's like an icon. She's been in. Um, uh, she, uh, I feel like the second I say something, it'll just be done. But she was in Arrested Development. She was in Jessica uh, Walter, oh, Liza Minnelli. Yes, yeah. Apparently, uh, wait, celebrity when spawn. Did she... Oh, yeah, because her uh, mother was uh, uh, what's yeah her name? Judy, Garland. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. But wait, what happened? So he stopped. Her? So he stooped yeah, Liza Minnelli? So he stooped Liza Minnelli? I went down a weird rabbit hole because then I ended up watching. I was honestly a, a list I uh, thought about sending you. I went down the rabbit hole of all the ladies Gene Simmons is fucking bagged, <laughs> and it's absurd. It's just weird that you're bringing up Gene Simmons right now because a good friend of mine and ours, Julia Johns, the other day was on a hike in LA and saw Gene Simmons. I just looked up the tweet <laughs> because I told her she should tweet it out because it was so funny. She's like, it was crazy. I was walking by him and I thought that it was like, I realized it was Gene Simmons. And the only thing I heard him say was every day you're alive. It's a holiday. <laughs> and when you're dead, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I think that that's a very fun. And he was like talking to women that had their dogs and they were just like, the dogs were sniffing each other. I'm that's like, so of funny. all the things to say when their dogs right. are sniffing each other. <laughs> but wait, how well, did Julia know it was Gene Simmons? Nice. Was he wearing because his makeup? Because he's very, he's very, yeah, I mean, he looks he like Gene distinct, Simmons. He has a distinct look. He took the makeup off a long time ago. Also, he did a she reality looked it up. show. She looked into it, too, because he's very attached to his dogs. Uh, so she looked it up to make sure that the dogs were his dogs, and they were. Wow. So I don't think I would recognize Gene Simmons. If I was on a hike and I passed a man, I don't think that I could confirm or deny that it was Gene Simmons if he wasn't wearing the makeup. It just was so weird to me to think of the, I guess, like, I always think of Liza Minnelli as existing, like, way before... Like rock music, even. Yeah. But that's not true. No, you're thinking of Judy Garland. <laughs> thinking of Judy yeah. Garland, I guess. Simmons served. Simmons served as her recording manager and helped her career tremendously when he introduced the young Manelli to Walter Yetnikoff, who at the time ran CBS Records. 
So weirdly a connection there, but apparently they also, it is rumored they dated. Now here are the other ladies on Simmons's lick list. That's what I'm calling I, it. Okay, please. I was like, did someone write that it's the lick no, list? No, I call because it. Also I look up it. pictures you... of young Liza Minnelli though, because she's Oh my God, smoking. she's oh, so I mean, cab- Dude, Cabaret. I watched it not too hot, long ago for hot, the first hot, time. Hot, very, hot, very, hot, very. And also very talented. Talent. Yeah, yeah. It's like Judy Garland, but Liza Minnelli. Yeah. yeah. A hundred percent. So the lick list includes Katie Seagal, Cher, Diana Ross, and Donna Summer. And then like eight famous models from the 90s. Wow. Uh, it's kind of insane, uh, the 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 different women that he's Isn't he one of those that like openly is like, I've had sex with thousands of women. Yeah, yeah. he's one of those gross. Ugh. I always hate him. He, um, he had a weird, dude, this interview is so weird. So I love Fresh Air with Terry Gross. And she's so professional and she's so like, she does these like really good like. Str- well, one of the kind of interesting things like she was doing an interview with uh, Louis C.K. and he started getting emotional and she was like, "Do we need to stop? We can just stop and and we can pick up when you're ready." Like the opposite of what like a Barbara Walters or a yeah, like needling into it uh, and trying, trying to, to get, get them more. To cry more. Yeah. she is like straight narrow interviewer. She just wants the facts. She wants the information. And he came on and immediately made a comment about like eating her pussy, and she just immediately froze. And then the rest of the interview is just awkward, and it like ends really early. And like she was like, "That's the rudest thing anyone's ever said." To uh, me. Yeah, like, she said that like right. It was, and I just hate. He's such a dirtbag, man. But anyways, uh, uh, that's uh, go back and find that. I guess don't though, because she like hates that interview and and would like bring it up in other interviews. Is like this regret she had how she handled it. But I thought, how else do you handle it? Anyways, last but not least, man, especially if you're being recorded, I feel like my immediate reaction, like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, I feel like it would go immediately, like, but drop all of the like positivity. Yeah, but she's very professional. Like, I couldn't. She never, like, she never gets, um, in fact, I just gave an example, like, she never gets emotions involved. So I think that's why she regretted, like, even, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, here we go. The publicity team behind this A-list singer are working overtime to stop the spread of negative stories about the singer, which are making him cry a river. His plan is to try and record music with the permanent A-list singer he once was with. JT, JT and, Brett, and Brittany. Brittany. I yeah. am, he is everything that I see about this man. They're all like, he's a dirtbag under disguise. You all think that he's the nice man that everybody knows, but he's not the nice man. And I don't know what to believe ever, but... Um, um, I don't know. What do you guys think about it? I, there's no way he's a nice man the way that he dealt with the Britney thing. Not even back then. If you want to be like, oh, he was young, whatever. This time around when he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, everyone acted like she was crazy. And I guess I shouldn't have also done that. Like he was he was a weasel about this like last year. I can't remember like the like yeah, tweet that he had. a good word. Like I don't think he's devious. I don't think. No, he's yeah, like, I don't think he's like a, a serial he's a abuser. Worm. He's I a little he's worm guy. He's that high school kid piss boy. that cares way too much about what everybody thinks about him. Yeah, and needs to be the most like popular, well liked person in the school. Yes, and will do any dumb shitty thing to do it. Yes, and then also because he tries so hard to do that, cheats on his girlfriend at the same time. You know, and uh, because he has to get get let it out somehow because he's always putting on this facade. That's JT, right? Yeah. That's what yeah, I and also like it really is. I know that I remember when it happened, and of course, I think that paparazzi, like when you're in places where it's like, man, it's just they're just people getting hammered with each other. But Holden, we have been hammered many, many times together. Oh yeah, and I have like there's never been pictures taken of like me with my hand up by your penis on your thigh or us holding hands, and like him get and he's like. 
we're just friends. We're just co-workers. <laughs> and um, it's just, again, I don't know these people. I don't know what's true and what's not true. But I have a lot of uh, friends of the opposite sex. And I don't ever put my hand on the top of their thigh. Right. Close to their, even hammered. I especially don't when I'm hammered. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think I've, uh, I mean, I've, I've definitely had like kind of, Instances, but yeah, definitely with the intention of wanting sex. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Not, yeah, right. Yeah, not, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just definitely can't have gotten be a little nice handsy boy. with someone who uh, the next day we were like, we're friends. Why did we do that? Yes. Uh, oh, but, yeah. No, that is definitely, that has definitely happened before. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. happened before, but never, never like, we're just being drunk friends. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, that was just typically. Sam Ashgari recently made an Insta post about an article on him in Variety, by the way, with the caption, bringing sexy back is cool and all, but bringing real back in Hollywood is even sexier. So, there you go, a little jab at Justin Whoa, Timberlake. Oh, Sam out there protecting his lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very invested. I think a lot of people online are very invested in the love of Britney Spears right now. And um, it is, uh, I'm happy to see her happy. And I hope she's there genuinely happy. Well, all right, that's it. That's the blind items. And uh, there you have it. Is it time uh, for some He can see again. Out? And before we get to the shout outs, I did want to give a quick shout out to Brandy, who wrote in an amazing email. And Brandy and their partner was discussing that the fact that we had brought up that we see cats as a holiday movie. And the fact that Brandy and their partner talked uh, extensively about how, like, but because it like brings about this like magic, but maybe it's not quite a Christmas movie per se, but it could be a great movie to annually watch between Christmas and New Year's, which is what the three of us are going to do with all of you guys. We are going to watch, we're going to have a watch along together of cats. We haven't nailed out, we're just saying this to you to get primed. So start pollution. We're get saying juiced. it out loud so that we have to do it. There yes, now go. we have we're to do it. Saying it out loud so it's is then it becomes real. Yep, and now we have to do it. And we're all going to get drunk and we're going to watch Cats. And also, before Christmas, we are going to have a sing-along of the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is going to be obnoxious. Uh, but I can't I sing. What will you. I do? I always sing <laughs> off-key. I want to sing. I yeah, can't not great. sing. I you want guys, you I just, to sing off-key. I have to just put like a, bla- we'll have to put like a like a little crawler on my screen that's like, forgive me, <laughs> forgive me for no, my singing. No, this singing is for all. Yeah, just we're, we'll get you blackout. Uh, so I don't uh, care anymore. There you yeah. go. That's what we're going to do. We'll get and you thank handsy you. with a friend drunk. And I then know you'll all the words. Care which- I'm not going <laughs> to not sing when I know all the words. We'll no, have a have meat puke. We'll have a meat puke. Oh, and then we'll meat, yeah. get this thing in. It'll be I think that'll be puke. fun. I brought it up to Jackie because we we always watch it together anyways, and it's this tradition. I feel like whenever you know, it's it's a fond memory I've had of New York watchings of of that movie, and so why not bring it to uh, the wider? Yeah, I love it. That's, and I'm I oh, I'm always the only one who wants to watch and sing in my circle of friends. So I'm very excited to have you guys. That's love very it. sad, and I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I love this my year, friends, all but they to don't do it together. They're not they on the same page. As we are about the Christmas Carol. I understand. (laughs) And that's why we're going to watch it together. So I'm going to, we'll be posting about that. I'm going to post it over on my Instagram at Jack That Worm. And you can find more information over there once we uh, solidify. Because, you know, you both have kids. So it gets like dicey with planning things far out. Not me. I'm alone. (laughs) I'm so alone. Let's do the shout outs, please. Come on. We got to shout out. 
Shout, shout it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Oh, come on. Oh, I missed you guys last week with the shout outs. And thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs. Again, you can send your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven, the number, page7podcast at gmail.com. I rate them all. What the hell am I doing not? I don't know where that accent came from. Anyway, oh my God. This is an adorable birthday shout out for a bestie. Jamie wrote in a shout out for their bestie. Emma! Emma's birthday is on December 2nd. Happy birthday, baby! And she is turning dirty 30. And Jamie says, She turns 30 on December 2nd, and I'm so happy to call her my best friend! We met in high school nearly 18 years ago, and our friendship grew to that of practically siblings ever since. From hanging outside shopping centers, eating chips as teens, to getting very drunk on cocktails in our 20s, to now having a chill night in, watching horror movies, discussing Riverdale over a bottle of wine, and listening to page 7, she was the best woman at my wedding, and having her there to keep me calm and to always keep a trick in my hand meant the world to me. Over the past year and a half we weren't able to see each other much due to Scotland's three, yes, three lockdowns, and we were stuck in separate cities. Going so long without her broke my heart because deep down she is truly my family and I love her so much. Oh, I hear you, girl. She has just bought her first home in the city I live in and has just adopted a beautiful cat. Congratulations! It makes my heart grow to have her back in my life. You said glow, but glow and grow. And so close. I'm so proud of everything she's achieved. And it is truly an honor to call her, her mom, Debbie, and her brother, Xander, my family. She's an amazing woman and deserves all the success and happiness in the world. Here's to many more drunken nights and many more years being your best friend. All my love now and forever, Jamie. Oh my God, I'm so gel bell. I love y'all's love. And I hope that you make it through all three of the lockdowns good lord what is it omnicron omnicron anyway i love sibling love and y'all fucking know i have a soft spot for sibling podcasters mccall wrote in and said i love your podcast and i want to give a shout out to my brother and i work has been a real bitch and we've both been unhappy working for the same employer for some time but both of us just got new jobs and we will be starting soon shout out to us for getting out of something shitty and hopefully into a new job that will fit us both better my brother and i are best friends he's the best and i hope he loves his new job we even created a podcast just so that we could hang out out and talk about horror movies and true crime together. I hear you, McCall. So shameless shout out to our podcast, Living Vicariously, as well, so we could possibly get some listeners too. We're on Spotify. Check out Living Vicariously. And I'm so happy for you guys. You got to figure it out. You know, you got to make it work, designers. And I love working with my bro bro too. I don't mean to smile at your shout-out, Madison. Madison, but I am so proud of you for taking care 
of your mental health. Thank you for sharing something so personal with us and happy belated birthday, baby. Madison writes, I am shouting out Taylor Swift. You're welcome, Holden, today. Because after 27 years of being told I had anxiety and depression, the 10-minute version of All Too Well sent me into a fully-fledged manic episode. It was terrible. But now I know what's wrong with me and my new medications are working. Thank you, Holden, for annoying Jackie and MJ with your Taylor love. And I'm so happy, Madison, that you are taking care of yourself. I'm sorry that it pushed you into a full-fledged manic episode. I have been there before. But I am glad that, you know, if we can give... We'll give T-Sway that laurel, I guess. And JD, I know that you didn't necessarily have a shout-out, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for just, like, the random email of love and support. I really appreciate you. And your email absolutely brightened my day. And last but not least, oh my god, this is such an adorable alert. Nathan wrote in to say happy birthday to their girlfriend, Allison, and asked me to say it in my twy baby Edward voice. And you are darn tootin' I'll do that for y'all. Happy birthday, Allison, from me, but from Edward. Allison, I know that this message is a little too late. But I hope this brightens your day. You're probably in the bath, sipping a punchy, or just got off work and playing a game on your iPad. I just want to tell you that I love you, and the way you wiggle your toes when you get excited, the way you make yourself laugh, and the way you dance to Bruce Springsteen. You're my Bella, my Christine, my angel of music. Oh, I love you, and happy birthday, baby. Well, it says this is from Nathan, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's from Edward. Oh my god, now he said sipping a punchy. My drawers slipped off my body! Jackie, this is the shoutouts. This isn't your horny Twilight time, but I forget because honestly, right before this, I was just recording Twilight. So I love you guys so much. And thank you so much for the shoutouts. Please continue to send them in over at page7podcast at gmail.com. Seven the number because, you know, I absolutely love hearing from you guys. And again, the podcast I brought up earlier, Living Viscariously. I love a sibling podcast. I love you guys too. And really appreciate all your Spotify wrap-ups. One thing I did definitely learn from my Spotify wrap-up is I listened to that Olivia Rodrigo album way too many <laughs> I listened to it way too. It was on the top of every single one of my Spotify wrapped lists. I am embarrassed by it, but I really appreciate you guys tagging us and sharing the love and the support. Um, it just, I needed it today. It was great in the middle of the week. I did think that like, oh my God, what happened? Is there something wrong when I first woke up this morning? Because we are West Coasters. So by the time we get up, most of the world is already awake. So, I just want to say thank you guys and this has been Pitch Heaven and get yourself also primed 13 days of Mariah oh. oh baby I'm sorry the 12 days of McDonald's Mariah I am excited download your apps on the 12th day of Mariah my true love gave oh. to me a sausage a biscuit oh my god and it's what we've always wanted my name is Jackie Zabrowski <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Jack that worm and come hang out on Tuesdays and Thursdays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie where we talk about sex <laughs> 
Yes. And we talk about fashion. And sometimes I play. This week, we're going to be playing Dream Daddy. Nice. Dream Daddy. And I'm introducing the amazing um, stylist that I work with. Please look up Lisa Rose, uh, Lisa Tinglum. And um, I'm introducing her to Dream Daddy for the first time. Very fun. Uh, check me out twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho I'm streaming Monday Tuesday Friday night our money pit games on Tuesday have been incredible lately uh, fun cast group if you want to watch like a laughing style kind of group of people from my my little community our little community here and uh, Mondays we do cocktails that's my night to play video games Friday I'm with Jackie we're doing Jack and we're getting nuts we're getting hammered uh, so please join us for those three streams and uh, yeah, please thank you again for all the emails you write in about. Please send us your meat pukes and uh, celebrity conspiracies and blind items to page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Cannot recommend that enough. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. MJ! My name is MJ and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Right. We love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University... We know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.